Hey, what's up, Horizon Nation? It's Sam here, and today I'm going to talk about how I handle rejection. So we've been wondering, how are young people like us crushing our goals and living life on our terms, regardless of how bad the economy sucks? How are we able to stay arisen, chase our massive dreams, take action, and impact people while others are busy sleeping? But the real question is, how do we do it without falling into the trap the sleeping group fell into? That is the big question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Follow along as we learn, apply, and share actionable steps on how to stay arisen in business, career, and life in today's economy. Welcome to the Arisen Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. And um, I'm super stoked for this episode. And the reason I'm stoked is that, you know, uh, most most people... Most people go through re- rejection and most of the time they are really downheartened. Um, they feel very awful, you know, whether in their relationship. It could be, you know, um, you trying to ask a girl out, you as a guy, right, asking a girl out and getting a no for an answer. And or it could be you, a lady, you know, uh, feeling like you are into this guy and at the end of the day realize that the guy is not into you that's a form of rejection or in your business um you asking um you going for a contract or you um in the process of getting a contract and the final answer being no or you in an interview and being interviewed for a job or anything of that sort and then you getting a no for an answer um so this episode is going to help you to handle that now i'm going to just talk about my experience and you know what's um what i've learned in the past years and what i think is the right way to handle um you know rejection and before we even go into rejection in the first place most people confuse rejection with objection and that is what i want to draw the you know there's a subtle difference between the two and if you really understand that subtle difference you would know when it's an objection and when it's a rejection because when it's an objection there's a way you'd handle it and when it's a rejection there's a way you handle it as well right and so you get no for an answer right if you get a no for an answer it necessarily doesn't mean that the person or whatever it is is saying no to you right and especially if it's an objection now um you you uh if you look at you know um any form of debate or you know in the in the in the courtroom right looking at um the lawyer and his or her client and the judge being the you know overall person who is doing the decision making right right you know usually what happens when when there is you know um um uh the the lawyer on the case you know defending the defendant right um usually when there's something going on when he's trying to defend the case what happens is that you know, someone, uh, the lawyer on the opposite end uh, just gets up and, and goes like, objection, my lord, right? What, what does it basically mean? And depending on whether the objection to, um, um, I mean, depending on whether the objection is, you know, is the right thing to do, the judge or the decision maker then decides, okay, so I would either accept this objection or I won't accept this objection, right? And so, um, again, how do you implement this in your life, right? You know, just just look at a typical case in a business owner, right? You have a business, you have your product or service that you sell. You have people or potential customers. You reach out to these customers, potential customers looking to buy your products. And typically, what do they say? It's too expensive. I don't have the time. I don't have the resource. Um, it's it's too this. It's too that. That is usually not a no. 
Again, that is usually not a no. Now, we are in the process of, you know, um, creating this massive, um, not so much of a massive event, but this awesome workshop we are creating called Emerge Secrets Workshop. Now, um, this event is currently costing 350 cities. You know, um, in the near future, we are, we are going to be charging a, a boatload of money for this, you know, workshop because... It's valuable content in it, I swear. <laughs> the the content we are going to teach there is not this kind of event where you come, you sit, and then um, you get people talk to you all, um, you know, talk to you, then questions, and then you answer, and then that's that's all for the event. No, this it's a typical workshop. Anyway, this is not to advertise the email secrets workshop, but um, I'm sure by the time you probably will be listening to this, uh, maybe the workshop is done already. But anyway, um, now. Here's the process, right? And we realized that some people might be interested in the program. So what did we do? We reached out to them on a phone call. I had my one of my team, um, one of my team members, reach out to um, these people who potentially would be our potential customers, right? Who would be our clients and customers for this event? Now, um, what happens is that whenever she's on the call and then she's talking, hey, I am this from. Arisen and I'm looking to see if you're interested in this program and then she makes the pitch, right? What typically happens is um, I don't think this event is for me or I don't think um, I don't think I'm interested in this program or I don't have the money. It's too expensive or when is the date? I don't think I can make it during the uh, time the event is going on now this res um, This you know reply that gets back to us on the team we don't see it as a rejection we see it as an objection okay and usually when you're a good you know salesperson or a marketer you realize that you 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 would have to know the reason underneath the the objection because if it's an objection it can easily be broken down i mean it can easily um, you know just see an objection as you know a stumbling block that you can just push over right and so um when you when you are able to identify this as an objection, like you reaching to your customer and your customer saying, oh, "I don't have the money," you know that that is not a rejection. That is an objection, and usually objections are easily done by some explanations or you know coming into a negotiation, right? And so in a typical case, like um, for our emerge secret workshop, that was and uh, most for people who said. I don't have the money. What we usually tell them is that, oh, we have a cool installment plan for you. You can pay in three months. You can play. Uh, you can pay. We have a custom, you know, um, um, a custom installment plan for these people who, who are interested in the program and are. Um, and price is the issue for them, right? And so that way, we, give, we we tailor for them, you know, a very cool installment plan so they can be able to come because they didn't say they weren't interested. They just said they don't, they can't afford it or they don't have the time. And so if the, um, for, for our case, if the answer was, I didn't have the time because 1st July, um, it's not a holiday and my boss wouldn't allow me or there's an event going on or, you know, all sorts of, you know, um, reasons to say no right now if those are the um reasons they are saying no to the event to, to come into this event then there's an appropriate answer for them to just you know basically kind of push that uh, the stumbling block over for them to say yes right so typically what what happens that those people who say who who bring this form of objections we have some form of answer for them and at the end of the day they, they reason about it and they, and they go like oh uh, okay 
in that case, um, you'll hear from me in a week later, or in that case, I'll be I'll be doing the installment plan, or in that case, I'll do this, right? And so you realize that the first no wasn't really a no. It was kind of like, I need more conviction. Can you please convince me more so I can take this thing that you are looking for me to take, right? That is what an objection is. Now, here in that scenario, here would be a rejection. Now, we phone in, and then this angry person who probably haven't <laughs> hasn't had any food um you know that morning and then one of my team reaching out and then it goes like what is emerge secrets master class or what is emerge secrets workshop i'm not interested and then you trying to you know go into an explaining and then the person still goes like i'm not interested i'm not interested just you know i'm not interested in anything about our reason so just cut a line and you know <laughs> let me let me do what i want to do right and that is what you call a rejection and now typically for a rejection typically right for a rejection what typically happens is that there is no amount of conviction that would get the person to say yes this time this time there is no stumbling block the person is the stumbling block okay the person is a stumbling block so think of you know let, let, let me try and relate it to relationship right comparing uh, objection and rejection now again I am not. I am no relationship advice. <laughs> okay, I'm no relationship expert. Uh, if it's business, I know what's what's the issue. But I'm just trying to relate it to this because I've gone through some relationships before, and so I kind of th- um, think that you know it's a universal law, um, universal principle that spans across. But um, here, here is a typical example in a relationship, right? And so you, as a guy, right? I'm a guy lo- looking to you know ask this girl out this really pretty nice lady out and then um and then what typically happens you you usually not not get a yes you usually don't get a yes <laughs> i don't know most ladies i don't know um i think it's their thing and we guys we just have to accept that you know <laughs> they always would say no yeah, no first right and um but the manner in which they say the no you realize that you know there's a potential yes underneath they, they just want to know you more number one or number two they just kind of feel like it's too early in the process and so they they so at the end of the day what they, the reason why they are saying no to you the subtle no it's just it's just that they want to know you more or they feel like it's not the right time right but then so that that would typically be an objection right but here is a rejection case where you meet this lady and then you're trying your possible best and she goes like, don't send me a text any longer. I mean, don't send me any text. I think, you know, and then um, the vibe you, you get in reception is kind of like, you know, don't don't text me any longer. And at the end of the day, maybe you, you get a block. She blocks you, <laughs> right? Sorry, guys, if you are going through this problem, <laughs> right? She blocks you or something of that sort, right? That is a typical rejection. There's no way you, you can be able to send her a text if you are blocked, right? And that's a rejection. So there's no way you can come up from a rejection so now the issue is how do i now now that i have identified that this is an objection or this is a rejection how do i handle it and now clearly i've stated with objection that if it's an objection there's always some form of belief holding that objection okay it's some some form of some form of a belief right and so for a guy you know trying to ask a lady out there's always a belief, you know, I need to know you more. She's, she's not going to say I need to know you more, but I guess that's what she's trying to say, right? And so you you give her a space and then you you try and then see 
how best you can still um, get some form of relationship going on, right? And then at the end of the day, the next, you know, uh, the next uh, question would probably be a yes, right? If only she's really into you, right? And so, um, in terms of business, that's how you, um, I mean, in terms of relationship, that's how you go about it. In, 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 a, in a business setting, you have a business. Um, I mean, you are... Um, you are trying to, you know, negotiate with a client, right? You, you, you have a service that you're looking to negotiate with this client, right? Um, now this client says that, you know, says something like, um, I'm not interested right now. There is a reason, there is some form of belief and belief is always held by experiences or stories, right? Belief is always held by a story on experience. Now imagine this, um, uh, um, maybe, you know, some some few years ago, I I ordered from I ordered the food from Tema, and the food was really bad. It tasted sour. Um, the food was really bad. Now, um, there's a new restaurant that comes in, and then they um you know they I see the advertisements on Facebook, and I see that they are probably also from Tema. Now, what typically would happen to my you know um, logical reasoning? What would happen is that I would assume <laughs> I would assume that food from Tema. Uh, usually would have that you know same experience now and the reason i have that belief in my head is because of my story you know two years ago the experience i had with this restaurant right this restaurant a would give me would uphold some form of belief inside of my head that um that would make me say no to any form of restaurant from tema right this is just you know um, some form of vague example to make you understand the whole difference between objection and rejection, right? So now that is a typical objection because me saying no to this restaurant, me ignoring their advertisements, isn't because I feel like their food, like I've not even tasted their food, but I feel like since it's, it's also coming from Tema, then I would assume that, you know, um, this won't be good, right? And so that assumption there, um, all the all what the the business the restaurants have to um have to do is to basically figure out my objection, why right? the reason why I'm saying no, and at the end of the day they realize that oh okay so this also happened the the story of two years ago where I ate this food um, I mean I uh, I bought this food and this food was really bad right and so if they are able to figure that one out, what would happen is that they will be able to give me a logical reason or an emotional reason um, um, to, to make me say yes, because they would, they would probably try and tell me or try and show me that, um, show me in their advertisements or in their videos, right, on Facebook, that they use freshly made vegetables. I mean, they, they use fresh vegetables. They don't use vegetables that are, you know, two week old or whatever. That way, me watching that video will make me, you know, it will make me, it will make my objection become irrelevant. That way I'll do business with them. That's just a, you know, an example I just you know got from on t- or, you know from top of my head, but again that is an objection, okay, and that is how you handle an objection. Now a rejection, on the other hand, is kind of you know um, uh, whatever this restaurant does, I'm still not interested in food from Tema. Like regardless, I'm still not interested, and so get off my Facebook or get off my you know uh, my medium in which I'm trying to enjoy myself, right? And so. Um, that is a form of rejection, and that way there's nothing that the restaurant can do to turn over that you know um, decision okay so um, how do you how do you handle rejection in this case now um, for me, this is how I do it. I always believe that I'm always on to something good 
I always believe that it's it's something you can call it you know positive mindset you can call it you know a positive vibe or you can call it anything or you can call it you know um, um, self-confidence right now um, for me I do believe that you know when I whenever I get a no as a rejection it's always to the disadvantage of this person who's um, who um, who I'm trying to, you know, get on this, you know, partnership with. Like, for example, with people who said, like, uh, who vehemently said no to Emerge Secrets when, you know, m one of my team reached out. What I saw was obviously a, a form of rejection. But the um, the way, um, the reason I'm not so offended, I, 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 the reason I'm not so offended by them is because I see it as a loss to them and not me. <laughs> Okay, and that way, that that whole shift from that is your loss, that is not my loss. Like everything becomes easy for me to handle. Like I don't go through any form of emotional roller coaster going on where I feel like this person is saying no to me because of me. Right? I go about turning it the other way, reversing the whole process or the whole emotional, you know, um, response by it's your loss because at the end of the day, I still know what I know. You coming to this event is going to help me make money, and it's going to help you also achieve your you know desires, right? Uh, turn your idea into cash. That is what the program is all about. But again, I just reverse the whole emotional response, and then I go like, "It's your loss." That way, I just feel confident that you know you weren't saying no to me as an individual, but to the process. I mean, to whatever avenue that I was presenting to them. Right. There were several cases where like really good friends of mine, you know, m one of my team members reached out and the response was really bad. It was it was inhuman to even talk to someone like that. Right. Like kind of a an example where you will be talking to someone and then the person just hangs up. That's very immature. Right. Very immature. It's just you waiting for the call to end and then be like, I am not interested in it. And then that's all. But now here I was I was so, you know, um, in the point where my uh, my team got back to me and was telling me about the feedback on the those who the rejected ones, those who actually said no vehemently, right? Um, I'm human. I definitely was offended, but again, I I I quickly reversed that emotional you know response to, well, yeah, I was offended, but at the end of the day, it's your loss and not my loss. People who want to really, um, those who really want. Um, all those who deserve this program would definitely, uh, you know, come for it or uh, patronize it, right? And so again, that is not my loss; that is your loss. And that way, I f I still feel I still gain gain back my confidence. I still do believe that this is something I'm in for the long run. Okay. And so, how do you, again, how do you handle that in your relationship, right? Again, I'm not a relationship expert, but I'm just trying to, you know, relate the principle here. And the principle is this. Um, like in a relationship, a guy, you know, a lady says no to you as a guy and guy, um, uh, people listening to this, to this, um, you know, podcast, um, I'm a guy, so I'm using a guy example. So it makes sense, um, for the explanation flow, but, um, you know, a guy saying, I mean, a lady saying no to you, if you know, it's a no and it's a no, then what I, what I personally do is that I just go like, it's a loss to you, my my beautiful lady. It's a loss to you because if you're not going to date me, dude, I mean, lady, I am going to still go ahead and then do my stuff. I'm still going to chase my dreams. And at the end of the day, I'll be the person I really want to be. And it'll be, you know, it'll be seen later as a missed opportunity for not dating me. 
<laughs> you know, I'm, I'm laughing out, you know, the, the, the whole experience. But that is honestly how I would, you know, um, make my emotions respond to this um, whole thing going on. This whole rejection, right? It could be an interview. You, you attended an interview, um, you know, maybe a job application, I mean, job interview. And then the panel said no to you. It's as easy as that. Reverse your emotions and then go like, you know, um, this is your loss and not my loss because I am going to be a huge asset to the company or a huge asset to the business. And so my absence in your business is a loss to you, right? And again, like what I want you to do is, you know, um, I want you to have that self-confidence. And the only way to have self-confidence is to be able to know how valuable you are, right? I am like, I am very confident in what I know that, you know, you actually saying no to me. It makes me feel like you are not, I mean, uh, um, it's a loss to you. Like, for example, um, let's just say I'm going for, an, for a job interview in, um, you know, like I'm, I'm done with medical school, right? I'm done with medical school and I am looking to get a job somewhere at uh, maybe Kolebu <laughs> or one of these big, big um, hospitals, right? Or any of these private, you know, um, uh, hospitals. And then I'm supposed to go for an interview and they say no to me, right? I so much believe in the value I bring to them that when they say no to me, I immediately, almost like an instant reaction, I immediately feel like they have rejected the opportunity for me helping them and not the reverse. That way, you still have your self-confidence. I, I, I feel like I'm, 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 I keep talking about this whole process of self-confidence here. But, you know, again, you should be really confident in yourself that what you are bringing to the marketplace or what you are bringing on the table, on the negotiation table, is actually valuable. That way, you wouldn't feel that emotional thing, right? And if you realize, if you feel that, um, if you feel your lack of confidence, then it means two things. It's either you go work on yourself as an individual, and then you, you know, take an, uh, the next opportunity, or you look at uh, you look somewhere else, right? Kind of like, you know, the, the relationship um, example where, you know, um, the lady just says no to you vehemently and uh, you feel very you feel very rejected which is I think it's normal it's very normal to feel rejected right but again thinking about the whole process you realize that what the reason she actually rejected you was because you are jobless now just think about it now you're jobless and you know you're jobless <laughs> there's no amount of reverse emotion I mean emotional response would cater for the um, I mean would compensate for the for the loss there it won't you would actually have to feel it because you are jobless okay and so um again that is that is what i want you guys to start thinking that you know first off the whole thing about rejection and objection you really don't know you have to be able to decipher between is this an objection or is this a rejection if it's an objection then you know there's a possible yes ahead of you you just have to figure out the experience or the story that is upholding that belief Right. And then um, if it's an experience, um, I mean, if it's a rejection, then you know that it's either it's a loss to that person or it's a wake up call for you to gain your self-confidence by, you know, um, um, uh, by increasing your self-worth and also uh, by gaining confidence. Right. Um, so so that is that is why I'll, I'll leave this episode. I hope this episode helps you in your relationship, in your business, in your career, because obviously that is what the podcast is about. It's about, you know, having a life on your terms and living that risen life in your business, your career, in your life, and then making an impact. Because the only way we can do that 
The only way we can impact people, we can leave a legacy, is to be able to feel confident in ourselves and in our decisions, right? And typically, whenever there's decisions, there are always rejections and objections. And so that way, we're able to, you know, um, live life on our terms and then do what we really are meant to do in life. Anyway, I hope this episode helps. And as always, don't forget to stay arisen. Cheers. If you are a dreamer and arisen, you probably have a billion of ideas running through your little skull and you can't wait to let it out to others so you can change lives, right? But the number one problem that sets in for you is that you don't know how to turn that idea into cash. You either run out of cash to get that idea off the ground or you get overly overwhelmed on the things that need to be done to get it out. I totally get it. But what if there is a way to turn those ideas into cash without the burnout or any money to spend? What if those ideas you've dreamt about can actually make you tons of money? I went through a ton of ups and downs to finally find answers to these problems and I'm ready to uncover all these secrets in a single day masterclass called Emerge Secrets Masterclass. Emerge Secrets Masterclass is taking place on the 1st of July 2019 and I'm going to reveal the right way to turn your idea into cash in any economy without burning out or money to spend. Head over to EmergeSecrets.com to sign up for this time-sensitive masterclass. Again, head over to EmergeSecrets.com to join the first and frankly the very last masterclass that is going to get all your money problems solved in a matter of 24 hours. And as always, don't forget to stay arisen.